Today's devotion comes from John chapter 20, verses 10 through uh, verse 23. Then the disciples returned to their homes, but Mary stood weeping outside the tomb. As she wept, she bent over to look into the tomb, and she saw two angels in white sitting where the body of Jesus had been lying, one at the head and one at the feet. They said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? She said to them, They have taken away my Lord, and I do not know where they have laid him. When she had said this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there, but she did not know that it was Jesus. Jesus said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? Whom are you looking for? Supposing him to be the gardener, she said to him, Sir, if you have uh, carried him away, tell me where you have laid him, and I will take him away. Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned and said to him in Hebrew, Rabuni, which means teacher. Jesus said to her, Do not hold on to me, because I have not yet ascended to the Father. But go to my brothers and say to them, I am ascending to my Father, and your Father, to my God, and your God. Mary Magdalene went and announced to the disciples, I have seen the Lord. And she told them that she had said these things to that he had said these things to her. When it was evening on that day, the first day of the week, and the doors of the house where the disciples had met were locked for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. After he said this, he showed them his hands and his side. Then the disciples rejoiced when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. When he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven them. If you retain the sins of any, they are retained. This ends our reading for this morning. Now let's dive into some of the commentary. Mary remains at Jesus' tomb weeping as Peter and the beloved disciple return to their homes. While she is weeping, she bends over and looks into the tomb. When she did this, she saw two angels in white sitting on the bench where Jesus' body would have been laying, one at the head and one at the foot. They asked her, Woman, why are you weeping? Now we get the reason for her, t- for her tears. They have taken away my Lord, and I do not know where they have laid him. Mary turns around when a voice from behind her says, Woman, why are you weeping? Whom are you looking for? Mary mistook Jesus for the gardener. Perhaps it was still dark out. Or maybe her fears paralyzed her spiritually, from recognizing Jesus. But for whatever reason, she doesn't yet see Jesus. As she asks who she thinks the gardener is, she, uh, as she asks this person who she thinks is the gardener, if you have taken him away, please tell me where you have laid him. 
I will take him away. She does not recognize Jesus yet until he calls her by name, Mary. At this point, she turns and responds, Rabuni, which is a very personal way to address one's teacher, implying warmth and love and dedication to this teacher. This becomes Mary's statement of faith in the crucified and resurrected Jesus. She has seen Jesus. And Jesus then says to Mary, Do not hold on to me, or literally, do not cling to me. Jesus cannot be confined. Jesus' resurrection calls for a new relationship, a spiritual relationship, and no longer a relationship that is established by physicality or historical setting. He talks to her and sends her to go to the disciples and to say to them, I am ascending to the Father, to God. And Mary is obedient to Jesus' command. But now instead of tears and fears, she joyfully announces, I have seen the Lord. John also reminds us that women were among those whom Jesus called his disciples, and they played important roles in the early church. Now the disciples are locked down in fear as they gather for worship in a house on the evening of the first day of the week, the Sabbath. Jesus, the transformed, the resurrected Messiah, appears among them, and he says to his disciples, Peace be with you. It's a greeting of warmth. I am now here with you. Greetings. And now the disciples rejoice because they see the risen Christ and they are able to see his hands and his side and they know that it is him. Jesus greets them again with this greeting of peace. This peace emphasizes his continued presence with them. Even in a transformed body, Jesus is with them. Next, Jesus commissions them when he says, As the Father has sent me, so I send you. The disciples are now the sent ones. They go into the world no longer with fear, but now with God's divine authority. And for this mission or this purpose, Jesus gives them a gift. He breathes on them the Holy Spirit. And they received the Holy Spirit, like the dry bones did in Ezekiel chapter 37, where the Spirit gives them life, a new life. Now the disciples have a new life. This ragtag group of disciples is being transformed into a family on mission, a spiritual family of God on mission. The Spirit of Christ remains with them, even though his presence has changed, he remains with them. And in this new creation, this family on mission, they are given the spiritual power to forgive or to retain sins. This will call for 
great responsibility and personal accountability as they seek to bring about God's um, God's uh, God's divine will of forgiveness among humans. The church, this assembly of believers, those who gather around God's word, around the sacraments, who gather around God's word of service, this assembly, this church continues to receive this power, this divine authority to forgive sins. Are we prepared as members of that body to be responsible and accountable for our use of our forgiveness, of offering it, of retaining it? How prepared are we this day to live out this calling as a family on mission? I pray that God will bless your reflection upon this devotion and that God will bless your day.